Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Last First Date Radio. This is Sandy, and I am back from Israel. I've done my last few shows from Israel using my daughter's cell phone with, uh, you never know if the phone's going to work in Israel. So I am so happy to be back in the United States using my own connection here, which I know is going to work. And I don't have laryngitis like I had a few weeks ago. It's all good, except for the fact that I woke up at 2 a.m. and I'm on total jet lag. But what's exciting is we actually are talking to somebody from Israel today and her name is Orion Talmay, and she's going to be speaking about relationship secrets your mother didn't tell you. And I, I love everything that Orion stands for. It's going to be a really great show. And I, I want you to know that um, I, I run a Facebook group for about 2,000 women, and it's a private group, so you're all invited to join if you're a woman and you're over 40. We've had a, a lot of men try to get in, but we don't allow men in there because it's a safe space for women to be able to talk about relationship and dating issues. And recently we had a man who was trying to get in, and uh, he was talking to a lot of the women in the group. Um, he was private messaging them, and it was kind of creepy. Uh, he had been following me in, on my newsletter, and uh, and he found me on Instagram, and he was following me all over the place, and somehow he got access to my group, but he couldn't get in, but he could see who some of the members were. So we got rid of him. <laughs> so anyway, the main point is that this is a private group to support you. And what I see often is that people's ability to pick the right partner is a little bit broken. And we often attract in men who are not good for us, men who are uh, don't treat us well, who are unkind, who give us crumbs of attention, and then we continue to go back to the wrong man. So I developed a five-day free challenge to help you improve your man picker, and I want you to look for that. Um, It's coming up soon, so if you're on my email list, you're going to get it there. If you're following me on Facebook, you'll see it there. So follow me on Facebook at Last First Date. Join my Facebook group, which is Your Last First Date, and you'll find out all the details. It's going to be It's going to be launched in just a few days. I'm super excited about it. Every week I bring you a tip on how to be a woman of value. And this week's tip is step number 22, which is forgive yourself and others. Why do we need to forgive ourselves? Well, we often are beating up on ourselves for things we did in the past. And we should forgive ourselves because we were doing the best we could with the information that we had at the time. So without self-compassion, it's very hard to be open to love and to have others love us. And the reason we forgive others is because, it, it's again, it's for us. It, it, if you're holding on to anger and pain of the past, it's just going to hold you back. So forgive, let go, move on, stop holding on to what somebody did to you it's so important to be able to do that. 
Okay, so Orion, we're going to introduce you right now. She is a love coach and an international speaker. She works with successful high achievers, and she helps them unleash their feminine power and become a magnet for conscious relationships and love. She's the founder of Orion's Method and the host of the popular podcast, Stellar Life. She helps women love themselves more, elevate their confidence, Ignite their passion and create a sense of freedom, ease, and flow. I love it all. She, her method is combining the physical, mental, sensual, and spiritual aspects to create an integrated transformation. She's a world traveler. She just got back from Israel, too. And um, she has learned from leading luminaries in personal development, health, wellness, spirituality, relationships, and sexuality arenas. So join me now for episode number 283, Relationship Secrets Your Mama Didn't Tell You. Welcome to the show, Orion. Thank you. So happy to be here. Yeah, this is this is going to be a great topic. So secrets your mama didn't tell you. So let's start with, um, I always like to ask my guests, what led them to do this work? Did something happen in your life that was some pivotal moment that you said, oh, my God, I've got to help other people? Yes, yes. Um, I've been through my own journey of transformation from uh, dating the wrong people, ending up in the in an abusive relationship, ending up in a hospital bed, and enduring about two years of depression and getting myself out of that through um, anything I could grasp anything that is about self-development. Um, I was uh, watching funny videos and then um, reading books about transformation and attending seminars. And because I made that change for myself and I know what it's like, I have the tools and also the emotional depth to help others. And that became my mission because I had mentors that you know, reached out to me and pulled me up, and now I see this is my mission to reach out to other women and pull them up and help them rise and help them awaken their inner goddess and feel juicy, sexy, and alive and wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love your passion. I can hear it. Um, I'm sorry you had to go through that abuse, but it was a catalyst for you to grow and to help others. And I, I really believe that if we've suffered in any way, if we can use it as a, as a tool to help us to grow and to help other people, it's, it's, that's the life lesson learned. Um, and in Hebrew, we talk about tikkun, which is oh, yeah. to repair. Um, so right. I, I absolutely love Kabbalah? this term. I studied Kabbalah a little bit. I actually sat next to a man on the airplane who was who um, was talking to me about about tikkun and um, and the ability to repair. Um, yeah. So actually, can you address that for a minute? What does like even tikkun olam, repairing the world, like just to really just give us a quick glimpse into that, and then we'll get into your work more. Okay, wonderful. I'm not a Kabbalah teacher, but I've I've been studying it for my own uh, private joy and self-development. Kabbalah is, it's like Sufism in in Islam, which is um, uh, just spirituality that is not necessarily related to the religion. Uh, Kabbalah is um, is a way of um, ancient self-development. It's got everything that you can find in people that teach uh, self-development, like the biggest names in the world. You can 
actually find in Kabbalah, just ancient. Um, mm-hmm. And Tikkun is the principle of correction, meaning that our soul, uh, we we do believe in um, uh, that the soul comes to the world a few times, and if you didn't correct something from your previous life, you come to this world and you correct it in this life. So I, when I see my correction, I don't know, I see the suffering that I went through is a part of my correction. It helps me. Uh, it was kind of like uh, the 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 melting pot, the the thing that helped me um, purify and become more of who I am, more of my true potential. And now I see my past as a gift. It's it's just that it's a gift with a bow on the bottom. You can't see it. You go through the stages of uh, fear and pain, and um, you feel like a victim, and then you rise. Uh, slowly but surely, and then when you look back at some point in your life that you thought were the most horrible uh, event you've ever experienced, you look back and you say, wow, without this, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. So we all have our own tikkun, we all have our own correction, and our, and if we don't fulfill it in this lifetime, we will have the same correction in the next lifetime. Hmm. That's a good explanation. And just today, one I of my clients so, asked me... I don't know much about it. Not like a teacher. Well, I think just the idea, the idea of... I mean, I'm not an expert in Kabbalah either, and this isn't a Kabbalah conversation, but I think the <laughs> idea of being able to really work on ourselves is a lot of people think, oh, it's in my DNA to be this way. Like, it's in my DNA to be a people pleaser, to be... Uh, you know, to be a victim. My mother once said to me, oh, I'm I'm a martyr because I come from a long line of martyrs. So that's, you know, that's why I, I am the way I am. And I said, yeah, I I come from the same line of martyrs, Mom. You know, it's it's a choice that we have to say, okay, no more. And so, you know, the messages that the universe brings us, like whether it's we have to set clear boundaries with others and we keep having people cross our boundaries until we go, okay, universe, I get it. I'm, I've got to set clear boundaries. And, and then we start to really heal those parts of us that were not healthy. And that's how we begin to draw in the right relationships to us. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> let's talk about your method, the Orion's method, and um, tell us what that is. Uh, Orion's method is my method of transformation. It comes from me experiencing whatever I experienced and um, getting over some hardships. It also comes from um, the the leaders and luminaries I studied with. It's ever growing, ever expanding, um, uh, and it, it's Orion is an acronym. O stands for open your heart, R release the past, and re- return to love. I ignite your passion, oh, own yourself and your feminine power, that's from a lady, and and nourish your body, mind, and spirit. So we're not one-dimensional. In order to create true transformation in our lives and in our love lives, we need to take care of, like you said, the mind, the body, and the spirit. We are holistic beings, and that's why in my method I address everything, the body, the mind, the spirit, everything. Mm. Okay, I'm going to have you back up for one minute. I got the O is open your heart, R is release the past. What was the I? Um, Ignite your passion. Okay, ignite your passion and the O. 
is ownership, owning yourself and your feminine power. Mm. And and is nourishing your mind, body, and spirit. It always begins. I love it. Begins, yes, everything begins with healing. Um, you heal the the pain of the past, and then you have space to move forward, and you open up more to more opportunities. Also, using our bodies as a source of bliss is really important because sometimes we have issues that are stored in our tissues and we get this tightness in our body and it's almost like it's a physical block that represents a a mental block, block. And because the mind and the body are connected, you can release the body through spiritual work and you can um, create transformation through body work. So I'm a big believer in getting some some physical healing and also using for the ladies using feminine movement to release um, blocks. And when I say feminine movements, I'm talking about that movement that is of the feminine, something like belly dancing, pole dancing, tribal dancing, anything that will allow you self-expression and allows your allow your feminine body to move the way she is designed. We move in curvy ways. We don't move, you know, like a man is like an H and a woman is like an S. We have curves and we need to move them. And when we move our bodies in a certain way, we can also move the emotions uh, and move move out the negative emotions. Another part is mm. connecting to divine love, connecting to, to guidance, um, connecting to the universal Google. Because... There is the illusion of separation, the illusion of we are alone. And from that point of attraction, we don't attract what we really need. But when you are connected to divine love and you know that you are always held and you really embody the concept of oneness and the fact that you are connected to everything, to the earth, to other people, to the sky, to everything, and you feel that the divine love, and you feel God. And God, God is um, an experience. It's not a concept. So it's about doing some, taking some actions in order to feel God, not just to think God. Um, it's that, that exper- experiencing God in a way that you cannot explain in words, just like you cannot explain the flavor of strawberries in words. Also, for women, it's a part of awakening that inner goddess, awakening the the part of them that is goddess-like, that is of the feminine. This world is hard. We tend to really um, develop our masculine muscle. I know I've done it in the past a lot. And we also need to develop our feminine muscle. We are yin and yin, but many women are just, they feel too hard. They feel like um, they have to conquer and and be driven and focused all the time. And those things are important, and it's not about losing those traits, but it's also about, you know, flexing the feminine muscles, learning learning what it's like to have more fun, to live in more, to live in flow, to to release, to be vulnerable, to be open, to connect to nature more. Something that we are we it's good for us, it's important for us to connect with. And then you create some kind of a, it's almost like a third entity, 
And it's your own personal equation between the masculine feminine and and then the the third entity that you create for yourself of what percentage of the masculine and feminine energy would you like to embody because in relationship you need polarity and polarity it's like that that when you put two magnets and there is this powerful static between the magnets that's the polarity and for females if they want to be in a, a relationship with a masculine strong powerful man it will be helpful for them to flex that feminine muscle, that goddess, and create that third entity for themselves. Uh, y- yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> this this is, we just had like a major big blow up in my group just a few hours ago about, um, I had a man who wrote me an email about some of the problems he sees with, with dating today. And so I posted the email in my group, and some of the things he said were about the 21st century woman and how she behaves in ways that make him feel that um, that she doesn't need a man. And I'm, I'm not sure his wording, but a lot of women took offense and said, "What is you know what does what does he want that women should be in the kitchen?" And I he's so <laughs> controlling, and you know, and I I disagreed with that. I think we have this issue where women don't need a man in the same way that they used to, and they're out in the work, work workforce, and they're having all this masculine energy displayed out in the work workforce, and, and they're managing everything at home. And a man comes into their lives, and they don't show up with any femininity at all. It's like... I got this, you know, a man offers them, they're planning the date, they're doing everything, they don't trust a man, and we've forgotten how to bring this beautiful feminine. It's not to dumb down the masculine parts of us, but to really amp up the feminine because otherwise we don't have that beautiful polarity. And I, I, so many people don't get that. You know, it's not we're not looking for clones of each other because you're going to have some boring relationship where everybody's predictable and nobody's really attracted um, you need that push and pull so I think this is so important I love the body that you're talking about the body work because so much of our wisdom lies in our bodies mm-hmm. and uh, I, I had a woman come to me and we did some life coaching at my retreat and she had a t- like her whole left side from her jugular vein in her neck down her arm was tight and in pain and within five minutes of coaching she completely relaxed and the pain went away and all I did wow. I did body work with her so oh, it's you know just getting her to pay attention to her body where does she feel this in her body it's not we're not we don't have to intellectualize everything um, mm-hmm. it's powerful oh, it's really so powerful mm-hmm. yeah and, and about about your group so I think that the men is right, and I think that the women are right. I think they're both right. They just mm-hmm. um, there is no there is no extreme here. Uh, when I say to a woman connect to your femininity, I don't tell her to <laughs> to see her life as uh, you know in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant and <laughs> serving mm-hmm. her husband all the time. <laughs> and um, and for the man, I am not expecting him to be okay with a woman that is in her masculine 24-7 because if he's dating a woman who's 
in her masculine 24-7, he might as well just date another man. Emotionally, Uh he does not want to date another man. So keep your masculine traits and everything that made you the beautiful, smart, successful person that you are. But with your men, you need to play the game of polarity. And even though you are strong and independent and you can carry the groceries by yourself, let him carry the groceries. Let him open the door for you. Let him change the light bulb. Allow him, even if it's hard for you, because you want to make him feel Wrong. A man desires to feel like he's your hero. And if you are tough and independent and I can do it all, then and he cannot serve you, he feels he doesn't feel like a man. You have to allow your man to feel like a man, to feel like 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 your hero. And 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 it's a dance. It's it doesn't mean that all day long. You know, when I I after my abusive relationship, I became really masculine, did martial arts, MMA, Aikido, became cast, lifted the weight heavy, and, and I had this like really strong energy, feminine exterior, beautiful lady, mini skirts, whatever, but the energy was not there. The energy was like, I'm going to show you how strong I am, and I would, and, and, and that's what women do. Sometimes just to prove a point, girl power and all, we emasculate our men, and we need to be very conscious because you as a woman, you have the power to elevate your men, you have the power to crush him, destroy him, emasculate him, and you don't want that because in a polarity, when one side is in the masculine, the other one will be in the feminine. And when a woman goes too much in her masculine, even if she dates a man who is very much masculine in his core, in order to create polarity, he will drop into his feminine. So if this is the relationship that you want, then go ahead. But you need to know that regardless of being... Um, maybe, a, I don't know, a powerful CEO. With your men, you want to be maybe like a little girl sometime, a lustful lover, a, a, a vulnerable uh, siren. You want to allow him to hold you. And it's also, it feels so good when you allow the right person with emphasis on the right person. You have to choose the person carefully. When you allow him to hold you, then there is space for both of you to shine in your masculine or in your feminine. Mhm. Yeah, I think what what happens is women often lose trust, especially if there's been any kind of abuse in the past or someone has stepped on your feelings and you didn't know how to express yourself. There's there's a it's very difficult to just let go and be vulnerable. So, I know that yeah. In my practice, yeah, many times it we go starts from, with... Yeah, we go from one polarity to another. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we go from being open to being shut down, and then nobody can get through. So in order to invite, you know, the, the love that people are seeking, um, what are some tips, because it really has to start within. It has to start with your own self-love and your own confidence and core confidence, you know, not not just you're you're confident all the time, um, but the kind of confidence that shows that you value yourself. So what are some tips you can share to help women love themselves more and feel more confident? Mm-hmm. So first we talked about taking care of yourself first and loving yourself first, not waiting for somebody to tell you I love you, but starting by telling yourself I love you. 
Louise Hay says that when something good happens, run to the mirror and say, I love you. When something bad happens, run to the mirror and say, I love you. I love you no matter what. And, you know, I had my own uh, seven-day challenge that I did with my ladies. And the first day of the challenge was mirror work from Louise Hay, meaning go to the mirror, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. And it was hard for many women. Um, They struggled with it. And when I went through my dark times, the first time I did it, I couldn't because I started to cry, and but I kept. Mm-hmm. And it's about persistence. It's like going to the gym and, and and working every you know almost every day to improve that muscle. You can just do it once and let it go. You want? I went to the the mirror. I said I love you. I started crying. The next day I cried again. A few times down down the road, I was okay with that. And then I started believing in it. And now I can look at myself in the mirror and say I love you and truly believe it and really love me. Not from a place of ego, from a place of just loving. Just the way, you know, when we were babies, we love we love ourselves. We don't care about the way we look. When you see babies look in the mirror, they laugh. They're like, yay, I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> so love yourself like like you loved yourself when you were a baby. It's not fun. It's good. It's okay. I give you permission to do it. And uh-huh. with relationships, it, it is a new world. And it's so confusing you know, um, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she was like, you know, I was this, like, diehard feminist, and now, 20 years later, I have four kids. I I, I go home, I work, I make the money. Um, I mean, I go to, the, to work, I make money, I, I come home, I feed my kids, I take care of the house. I end up doing everything. And now I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, maybe I should be held a little more because this is too hard. It's like we we need to do double the work. So it's about taking the coaching, listening to uh, empowering information like like your show, and really learning how to handle modern life because modern life is more complex. There is so much information. Everything is faster. So we need to learn new and better techniques to even deal with our relationships. Um, another tip will be um, gratitude uh, when you're in a relationship gratitude is one of the most important things uh, one thing that I do with my husband every night and I study that from Harville Hendricks is every night before we go to bed we say three things to each other that we appreciate about each other so it can be very simple things like oh I I love you for doing the dishes Thank you for calling Verizon for me, and um, I love your beautiful eyes. Three things, because we tend to go into the negative, and we need to focus our mind into the positive and to remind ourselves why we love our partners so much. And so, like if you're said, not if you're not in a partnership, um, what would you suggest in terms of gratitude? Just be grateful for yourself. Pat yourself on the back. If you are in a place, um, this is an exercise I gave my client where she's like, she did not understand how amazing and beautiful and powerful she is. And when the exercise that I gave her was, please write down all your victories, all those moments in your life that you uh, achieved something incredible, uh, all those moments where you did something great. And she's amazing client. She does everything I tell her and she just... <laughs> I can see her blossoming. It's awesome. And 
she did it and she she wrote it down and after you write down you write down all your achievements and you get into gratitude for the person that you are and the person you become you you just feel amazing it's really true it's, it's, i yeah i think people people were wired to focus on what doesn't work and i remember even raising my children it was always like what's what are they doing wrong not what are they doing right and that was a big switch that I had to flip in my parenting was, oh, remind, you know, tell them you're noticing when they're doing something really well and, and that they're following directions and that they're, they were so kind. And so I think it's, it's something that we probably have been told our whole lives. You know, you did that wrong. You weren't good enough. You didn't get a good enough grade. Why didn't you get 100? You only got 95. And so we have to really give that to ourselves now as adults to build back our self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Another tip that I would like to share is about accepting your emotions, which is a big deal for people. You know, in this new age of uh, spirituality and instant transformation, uh, you know, it is a very masculine way to say, just change your state like this really quickly. Um, when I went to Oneness University, which is an ashram in India, and I studied from the monks there. And the monks said, let the tiger devour you. So when you have an emotion, anger, pain, uh, shame, whatever it is, if you try to escape it, it will, it will just show up in a different way. So you want to be present with your emotion and you want to feel it. You want to let the tiger devour you. So to just don't stay there for more than um, 10 minutes, an hour, a day, no more. So you allow yourself to feel your emotions and then you let it go. And I think that the more you grow, the more you learn how to deal with your emotions, the time shrinks. So it goes from being upset for a week to being upset for three days to one day to an hour. You learn how to see the bigger picture faster. So it's about allowing your emotions, feeling your emotions, and then letting it go not skipping that step. Mm. Yeah, I think everybody forgets. That they People tend to forget mm-hmm. that without practice, these things don't, it, the time doesn't shrink. And anything that we practice, the, the, uh, the processing time gets shorter and shorter. And it even, you know, has to do with, you know, I talked in the beginning about the broken picker, like we're picking the wrong partners, and so we're attracted to the wrong men over and over and then as we do this work, we may be attracted to the wrong man, but we don't act on it. You know, we see them, we notice it, and then we walk away. So it's it's mm. shortening, 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 boom, you're done. You Now you're with a healthy partner. Um, so it's, it's just important to practice all of this, these wonderful tips. Um, really appreciate all of this great information. Um, Orion, this has been wonderful, and I, I know that, that that people listening have so much to take away about increasing our feminine by movement and that S-curve. I'm thinking about um, pole dancing and how I took one pole dancing class and the name of the company was the (laughs) S-factor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, And so, yeah, we are, you know, embrace who we are and the full package, the the body and gratitude and focus on the good and and release 
release what doesn't work with through practice and and this just sounds so rich and wonderful um what what's that's one parting thought that you would like to leave with our audience right okay so there is a law of attraction we all know about it there is a law of action which is also a universal law so you always attract from your point of attraction meaning that if you are in a higher vibration you will attract a better person better business better opportunities so it's important to take care of your own vibration on your on your own emotional world take care of your body take care of yourself it's the number one thing you can do for yourself and for others because when you feel good everybody around you feel good and you attract better you attract things that are better and also there is the law of action you can't just sit and pray for things to show up which is it's very powerful but we live in a we are a, a spiritual being having a, being having a human experience like Dr. Wire, Dr. Wayne Dyer used to say so you have to take action and you have to you know get out there date um take the right actions to to attract the person of your dreams. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people say, well, uh, you know, the right person will come. They'll find me if it's meant to be. They'll knock on my and, door. Yeah, they'll knock on my door. It'll fall through my roof. I'll trip over them as I leave the house. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's not how it works. So, um, so take the right kind of actions. I like that word, um, the right actions, because a lot of times you take the wrong actions or we're inactive, and that we do attract in at the vibration that we are. I, I totally agree with you. Thank you so much. And how, how can people find you, Orion? Sure. You can go on my website, orionsmethod.com, and you can listen to my podcast, stellarlifepodcast.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being my guest today and sharing this beautiful information and for the wonderful work that you do out in the world. Thank you very much. And thank you, everybody, for listening today, and I hope you go on your last first date very soon. Bye-bye.